where we last left off, the party faced the monstrous Cypriax, a demon uh, with vast amounts of knowledge to try to seek out a way of deposing Zariel from her position as the Archdevil presiding over Avernus. Um, Conrad, as the first to approach, got a psychic audience with it, uh, finding out the location of the Sword of Zariel, an ancient weapon of great power that would either lead to her destruction or her redemption. The party then had to fight the Cypriax because uh, Conrad promised it its freedom uh, and then just kept prodding it for information until it got impatient and decided to lash out. Um, as devils, uh, as demons are wont to do. Um, and then the party were thoroughly outmatched and had to run away. Uh, just making it to the raft on the River Styx in time, uh, with Conrad saying that at least they got some information. And that was where we left off. So we're going along the River of Sticks. <laughs> um, the River Sticks, not the River of Sticks. The River of Sticks. The river of sticks um, <laughs> is completely different. No, it's not. So, Sevia, uh, I'm assuming Conrad, who got a lot of psychic poison and acid damage in very quick succession, is not hey, looking Sevia. great. Sevia. Yes. Roll me a dexterity save as just a little droplet of the river of sticks <laughs> splashes <laughs> up. Yeah. The punishment it's a stick a stick flew into the water and splashed <laughs> up onto Sevia. yeah uh 12. 12. okay yes. um yeah that's that's enough that's enough i'm not going to be cruel like that um so conrad's not looking too crash hot at the moment i'm assuming <laughs> absolutely not um, i think probably when he like leapt onto the boat like he was because he was the last one to get on there as well um he would have just like when when he made like the remark he's just doing his like like strange little grin that he does but like he is like not looking great he already hasn't been looking very good since i guess at least since he's been here um which is weird because mechanically he's been doing great but um he's also been developing his more little like half dead type stuff so he hasn't been looking too great um but he also got doused in like a lot of acid. <laughs> um, so I imagine probably once again, the shirt that Morden kind of built him <laughs> has just like just burned away. <laughs> um, he's still wearing pants, it's fine. He's got his little like all the strapping, whatever is going on in there. But like, um, and like he would just have burns, <laughs> but like, um. He would probably have thrown his hands up over like his uh, like uh like face, his head and that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, not looking great. Mm. Um so no, he's not looking very good in cool. summary. Yep. So Sevia fall especially, like everyone would probably notice that Sevia is like 
uh, uh, shook is the only word <laughs> that's coming into my brain. I'm very like freaked out by both that and also Fall would notice being on the water again has got her visibly freaked out. But she almost visibly goes into a completely different mode and just like starts without touching any like acid burns and stuff just starts like manhandling Conrad to like sit down on the raft and is like checking him over and is like well hopefully some of that information is worth the the silliness that just happened that absolute kerfuffle that you just caused young man and she's like checking him <laughs> for wounds he's like um and he's, he's more physically strong than cv is but probably at this moment he's like what what <laughs> he's just that flabbergasted that he is being manhandled by stevia <laughs> and he's just like um just like just like making like no let's stop <laughs> This is unnecessary. Um, but he's like fl- flustered, very flustered. He's like, what are you doing? Expressing affection? Like, you know, just some degree of caring? What are you doing? No. Ugh. She like just glares at him a little bit <laughs> and then just like picks, like grabs one of his hands and then like holds it between both of her own, casts a third level cure wounds to give him 18 points of healing um oh thank you and says well the information conrad if it is so incredibly important uh, uh he has been quite like tempered a lot more than his usual stroppy behavior because he was in a lot of pain he probably still is um, i'm not even at half hit points at this point but um thank you very much um but yeah he kind of looks a bit taken with like uh well um yes it was clearly um there was a reason we went there after all um well you might not have uh, known but um i actually communicated with that creature which uh may or may not be why it got all uh he looks kind of down over himself and just strings in a bit more like, well, you know. I spoke to it. I presume you neither, none of you did. Not until it screamed in our brains, for me at least. Oh, well, hmm. private audience then. Interesting. Well, uh, whether it was speaking the truth or not, I feel I may have some fashion of a lead. So, um, so there's that. Uh, that was a good suggestion by uh, Baal and all of them. Uh, good job, uh, Hafren, was it? Hmm. <laughs> yep. Kind of like, yes, uh, good, good, yes, good job leading us here, I suppose. Um, even though we ne- did nearly die, is um, Fall still big by the t- by the way? <laughs> uh, probably shrinking about now. Well, that's okay. Like, oh, hmm. Well, Fall's getting back to normal size now, presumably, unless they continue to shrink more. Hmm, hopefully not. Yes, yes well, as not. I was saying, <laughs> I'm very smart. Um, so uh, I talked to the thing, the, the, the meat thing. Um, and uh, whether it was speaking the truth or not, as I say, I, we may, be, may have something here. Um, this, uh, this is Ariel, I believe. 
they're called, um, that we need to get rid of for you-know-who, for you-know-who, to help you-know-who get us home, um, has a sword that the beastly creature said was could be her damnation or her salvation or some other poetic thing. I don't quite know. Uh, yes, um, apparently located in sort of uh, something similar to how we got here in the first place, a, a town dragged into the, the realm that um, Zariel has command over or something like that, I don't know. Um, yes, so, um, so if we go there, we may find a sword. Do you know where? Oh, um, yes, what, what, what was it? Goodness me. That uh, acid certainly was painful. Um, oh, yes. Um, it was a place called Idle Nest, I believe, was the name. Not sure. Sounds quite silly, honestly. What was the name again? Idle Nest. Are you, are you well? Goodness me, I got beaten up and you know, everyone's suddenly hard of hearing. Beatrice, as much as a bird can, sort of goes a little pallid and she just sort of blinks slowly a couple of times and then says, did it say where the village was? Hmm. It's one of the so sort of like located in this plane, um, somewhere, somewhere here. I don't recall if it specifically said Derby. No, the Conrad Wood. <laughs> no. Um. But uh, I, I suppose if we are, uh, you know, uh, you don't know where where it would be happening, do you? Or know anyone nah. who might trade? Know anyone who might trade in information then? Yeah. Uh, Is there a signpost somewhere? Not really. Maybe Mahadi? So uh, information's not usually his game. Well, it sounds like a good start. Do you know where to have to find this Mahadi fellow? Probably as difficult as finding a village. You don't know where it is. Beatrice turns to Mordenkainen. Have you ever heard of village before? I have not. Why do you ask? Why, why prod about this particular village? Beatrice cocks her head to the side and then glances around at the rest of the group. Because that is my village. Or at least it was. Oh. oh. I may have an idea. Doc? We could teleport there. But it would involve some travel initially. Yes. I do not have access to the teleport spell. However, Mordenkainen does. If we were to return to my tower, then the true me could potentially, if it is prepared, 
teleport to your village. Hopefully it hasn't been so long that you... Sense. Hopefully it hasn't been so long that you've been there that it provides a problem. That sounds like a good way of getting there. It sounds like the, the only way, really. Um, uh, but Beatrice, uh, I thought there was no one left in your village. Uh, how could it be here? Because after, after they discovered us trying to undermine them, they killed some of my family. And then whatever happened to the city we were on happened to my village. But I got away. Oh, my God, that's... Uh... Hmm. Well, I suppose it'll be interesting to see it again. Maybe there's a way to get it out of here. It's been here for quite some time. It's unlikely to be as it was. How long ago? Is this the circumstances with which your brother was gone? Yes, it is. Hmm. And Beatrice would know how long. I have to quickly look up my notes. <laughs> it's been 15 years. Ah, uh, a long time. Well, fortunate then. Maybe you can uh, seek some sort of retribution for it if it is something captured by the very person we have been tasked with uh, assassinating. Hypothetically, of course. As I said before, I have personal reasons for going after Zariel. Yes, that's fair enough. Well, um, I'm sure we'll be able to help you on your um, vengeance against them. Right, um, Fall just turns to Corrin and goes, healing hmm. and just like baps him on the shoulder <laughs> thank you <laughs> before he immediately gets healed uh, as a note while joe rolls sevia is still holding conrad's hand by force uh he's just trapped <laughs> but looking at beatrice and she's trying to make eye contact with her. Mm. That's 13 heat week. Thank you. Beatrice is trying not to have anybody sort of perceive her, but she does feel Sevia's eyes on her 
and so she looks over. Sevia just kind of, she doesn't say anything. Conrad would be able to tell that her hands are shaking where they're holding his. And she just kind of looks very seriously at Beatrice and just kind of gives her a little nod. Beatrice sort of nods back and then sort of turns so she's facing away from the group, probably looking up the river as they're travelling. Conrad kind of like um just it's like looking uselessly between Fall and Sefia. I was like, when when are you gonna stop stop doing that? But then um he kind of just like um you kind of like feel his body not relaxed, but just kind of like just like, oh, I'm just gonna untense my muscles for a moment. <laughs> um and then he's like, Did both of you know about Beatrice? Um, yes, uh, bits and pieces. Uh, similarly, she told me back when I told her about my parents. Hmm. Mm. Yes, I see. Interesting. She had told me bits and pieces also. Feels almost like a fortunate fairy tale that she has come here now. Hmm. Yes, yeah, a sort of heroic journey. Hmm. It remains to be seen where it ends. And hopefully, and this when. is not the final act. We shall see. Corey kind of looks a bit more weary. Hmm. Well, uh, thank you for the healing. Good job. Um, yeah, I did not that I needed it, but um, it is appreciated regardless. Um, so uh, I shall be fine um, patching myself up from now on. Excellent. Uh, good to hear. Oh, Sevia, let's go of his hand. <laughs> 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 kind of like just like very fluidly sort of like draws his knees up to his chest and kind of just like um loops his arms around it and kind of like puts pops his head to one side and just <laughs> immediately just looks beyond Seaver and fall out of, out of the water um he does look like quite still quite unwell and clearly he was like when Seaver was holding his hand he was also shaking a bit but yeah here we go go four and very doing normal people on the river of sticks yes yeah i assume oh. um take a short rest um yep. yeah um, full like uh sit down next to sevia and kind of just like they're very much glancing at the other people like um do you know how to handle this what are you doing okay <laughs> I'm going to try to get some input from that. Just very unsure. And just start patching himself up as well. All right. So, yeah, if anyone wants to expend some hit dice to absolutely. regain some hit Yeah, points. absolutely.
yeah, Beatrice didn't have anything happen to her, so she's just, you know, <laughs> yep. sitting there thinking hard whilst everyone else patches themselves up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Darby, I know I'm, I should know this by now. How many spell slots can I gain back with Arcane Recovery? So it's, I believe it is up to five levels of spells. So it could be one fifth level slot. It could be a three and a two. It could be a four and a one. I only. Or it could be a three and a one and a one or a two and a one and a one and a one. A run and a run and a run and a run. Yep. Cool. I didn't actually use a lot of spells, so... No. Well, good. You can, you can save that ability for if you have another short rest. No. <laughs> I want it now. Also, Sibia is up to 64 hit points. Okay. Godry is 81. <laughs> he also... Um... Uh, used quicken healing as part of his monk class. They would have just briefly like meditated and then healed up a little bit. Yep. All right. So Clarence has been sort of trying to treat himself. Mm. So you travel along the river Styx and eventually return to where you you entered. So like where you. Uh, embarked initially upon the river. Um, and Hapron says, well, sounds like you've got the information that you need from me. Best of luck to you. I'd best be back off to Bell. Thank you for your help. Hello, thank you. Oh, I suppose quick question. Are we going to get in trouble for what went on just before? Or was that little fight fine? I mean, you were fighting a demon, so... No devil's going to begrudge you that. Good. Excellent. That's good. At least we haven't, yes, made any feuds or anything. Um, and he flies off. Take care. Little impish wings. Strange little creature. An odd little man. Hmm. Conrad looks over to where the, the machines were. Is, is his motorbike still intact? Is it there? Yes. 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 <laughs> he then immediately ignores any other conversation that someone might want to do as he strides over to go to the motorbike to check it over. He doesn't know what he's doing, though. <laughs> like, like a lot of people that have suddenly gotten a luxury machine, they're like, yeah, I'm going to look like I know what I do. I want to show, I'm showing off the fact I own it more than anything. Yep. All right. So, to the tower, or are we going to find try to find the village on our own? I guess the tower is the best bet, even though we have to visit other Mordenkainen. Suppose it's one lead. Is one option if we see if we see the um the village along the way, Beatrice, you'll have to keep your eye out. Tell us to take a hard left or something like that. 
Yes, because it will definitely be that easy. It could be. Who knows? Things have been going quite well so far, you know, apart from nearly dying. But, you know, that happens all the time. It's normal for us. You never never know in hell. The landscape shifts so much that we might pass it on our path back, even though we didn't see it coming here. Oh, interesting. I suppose now that we know what what to expect to see it, that it might be fun. Hmm. We can but hope, I suppose. Yes, we can set out on one plan, and if it changes, well, then all the better. Also, Conrad, just, um, this might be helpful. And she digs around in one of her bags, (laughs) one of her little backpacks, and she pulls out a man's shirt. (laughs) Um... And just hands it to Conrad. He raises an eyebrow, looks at the man's shirt, looks at full and goes, that's not full shirt. And looks at Siri is like, well, where did you find the time? What? No, I, this is. Oh, this is yours. I I don't, no no judgments there. She like, her voice gets very quiet and she just goes, Look, I've been lugging around Kazia's backpack since Barovia. It might as well be useful, right? So, so clarification. I take it then that Four went through the process of mending the clothing in Kazia's oh! backpack. Oh, was it in? Was Kazia's backpack in? Doesn't Savia have a bag of holding? Oh, was it in a bag of holding? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, it's fine. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. magical yeah. effect. You're welcome. So just yeah. taking yes. all of our clothes off and put them in the bag of holding <laughs> in the last case. Yeah. Okay, season. if it was in the bag of holding, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, She hasn't been carrying around three backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> she put them all in the bag of holding with her 100 books. Okay. <laughs> Spells a bit of old books. Connor just, like, holds the shirt, like... Oh, it's Kazir's. Oh, well, I didn't get, give him much use, did it? Hmm. Karolika um, hmm. says that and just immediately just looks like... <laughs> uh, well, I don't quite know how to feel about this, but I suppose it will be useful. The, you don't quite sunburn out here, but it, is, it does get very hot. Hmm. Yeah, well, mostly I'm thinking of the fact you'll currently have several open wounds and maybe riding around on that little death machine with the dirt and the bugs and the hell bugs and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> it's not good for you. Ah, uh, yes. Well, hmm. He still looks a little bit, like, privately uncomfortable. He's like, this is a good idea. No, it's true. And he kind of, like, sh- shrugs into the the shirt. Sylvia's like, look, I know it's I know it's weird, very strange, but well, it's useful and I can't lug it around forever. Yes, why have you been lugging it around? Well, I have to return it to his temple when I get home. Oh, 
we one of the few things we knew about him. He was also from Dorum. Carl like opens his mouth and looks like his legs are about to be like, and it's like, I can understand this. Good. Well, it's useful too because now I have a shirt. Yes, I know it's not your style, but if we're going back to Mordenkainen's, you might be able to do something about that. This no, it's good. A little bit drafty. I presume it has little like slits in the back for his wings. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> really, that's good. I can do a little something about it now. Oh, yes. He casts prestidigitation to turn it black. <laughs> Kyra looks very pleased. Like, yes, Mordenkainen. I Other Mordenkainen. I unfortunately don't have mending prepared, but that should at least uh, make it look more to your liking. You're certainly more more thoughtful than your um than your original. No offense to either, of course. You say that you didn't really know me before this. No. Well, no. You met me. The four of you met me at my lowest point. Defeated, separated from my knowledge and my power. Helpless. I was trapped. And when you're someone like me, you're not very used to being trapped. I can certainly understand that. That is understandable. I can relate. I'm certain we all can to some degree. Mm. It is good that we have made the acquaintance of yourself and your original. An interesting spell, I must say. It's a basic practice spell. Most, well, not most. A lot of people are eschewing it these days. But back, back when I was learning, most mages uh, picked this spell up uh, when they were starting out. The point Can you where teach became... me? Potentially. Potentially. It's, it's a basic little... Uh, basic little trick of uh, prestidigitation where, we, where you can just do simple little spells. It's, it's a schoolboy charm, but it's used as a precursor to bigger things, traditionally. I see. I'm sure under any good tutelage, I, I should I should take me no time at all to learn. Quite possibly. He just grins at <laughs> fake modern kind of the same wide flash smile. Sevia like looks over at Fall as if to be like, don't you? And I both have prestidigitation. Uh, Fall does not. Fall has thaumaturgy, <laughs> no. okay. which but is similar but different. Very similar to yeah, similar yeah. spells. Yeah, but Sevia yeah. looks at Fall as if to be like, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fall would see her face kind of change a little bit as, 
like her eyebrows go really wide and then she like pulls a, a, a complicated series of faces that Fall might be able to interpret as, oh, oh, is this flirting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, did, I rolled very good insights. <laughs> so is Conrad trying to flirt with Morden Kind? <laughs> yeah. I mean, knowing Conrad's history, <laughs> like... One card's hot, regardless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that is fair. <laughs> but also, also, like Conrad's history, like yeah, that's that's pretty much his time. Fantasy room. Yeah, Paul rolled a twenty-four to like ensure that's what Sylvia was saying. Oh no, and then rolled a twenty-four on inside on Conrad. So you're saying Fall takes psychic damage immediately? <laughs> yes, Fall just like looks at Conrad, looks back at Sevia, has the most absolutely despairing look on his face. And Sevia's immediately just kind of nods, like very proud of herself in a weird way, where she's just like, ah, I noticed flirting. <laughs> I'm getting better at this. And then is immediately like, oh, ew. Paul's <laughs> just like, don't look so happy. <laughs> That's my mentor. Ew. What a kindness. <laughs> Disgusting. And I presume then either falls Seaver or hastily like, let's get going, actually. Yeah, yeah just. Yeah, can we get rowing? And, uh, mm. Yes, I think oh, it's no, time to get off the vehicles. <laughs> yeah, shall we hit the My road? My brain. <laughs> uh, right. Yes, of course. Absolutely. So, Let's go. Everyone except for, I believe, Conrad gets into the, the big infernal machine and Conrad yeah. mounts his uh, cool motorcycle. Absolutely. Uh, Beatrice, if you are going to look out for your village... Could I get you to roll me a perception check with a disadvantage to see if it pops up along the way? Okie dokie. Let me just pull up because Because my... you would recognise it. Anyone else would, if they were to see it, they'd just see a village in the distance. But you might recognise some landmarks. She did. She did not roll well, my friends. Um, that's a ten. A ten. Okay. So yeah, you see a few landmarks along the way, but none that you recognise as your village. Um, yeah. I rolled a four and a six. <laughs> but um, by the time that it's probably getting to what you'd perceive as the end of the day if there was an actual like solar cycle here um you get back to Mordenkainen's tower um and... all right we're back Is he saying that to us or like, yes. you know, at yeah. the door to Mordenkainen? No, the, the simulacrum Mordenkainen is saying that to you folks. Good, fantastic. Gets off infernal vehicle. As usual, Conrad vaults off like a horse, <laughs> like he would, dis would dismount a horse. <laughs> and then again, he's just like, oh, jelly legs, <laughs> not used to this. So just kind of like staggers awkwardly trying to like just get back. Yeah, I meant to do this while the others are getting there. 
yeah. So you make your way towards the tower, um, and the simulacrum is able to open it just as easily as if he was the real Mordenkainen. Um, and you are greeted at the door by, uh, or greet, greeted at, like, as you enter at a table nearby, um, by the original Mordenkainen. Ah! You've returned! Do you have my dial? Not exactly. Working on it. It's a complicated story. I think you might want to prepare a teleport in the morning. Uh, yes, um, we were sort of... I'm not going to say run about, because all of it was very, very important, but um, there was certainly a, you know, go here, go there. You know, oh, you want the dial, oh, you've got to do this, oh, you want this, you've got to do that, oh, you have to fight a Sibriax. Um, I mean, we're all here. <laughs> the day went decently. Yes. Yes, not an idea of a party. Um, but we have more clues and we're going to need your teleportation. Yes, the chain of favors, which would get you the dial from Arkham. Good. So, why do you believe that it is worth the risk of teleportation? We have an anchor. Yes. We what been, is it? Yes. We've been informed that uh, what we need to access is in a village. That village happens to have been the home of Beatrice here. Ah. This is going to be so great for the audio listeners to hear me talking to myself as the same character. As the same character. But I can't. It's can't, perfect. Can't <laughs> turn even too change. much to you. Yeah, I can't even turn to to you guys to explain because you don't understand. Like you wouldn't say your your characters aren't knowing the things that Morty kind of knows to say. It's an anchor. <laughs> The best person for, that one kind would listen to too would be himself. He's so it makes this. sense. So, you need me to teleport you to Beatrice's home, which has been dragged to the hells. That should be doable. So, what is it you seek then? A sword, a blade, apparently. But, um, Why is it was... always a sword? I don't know. It really, it really is ridiculous. So they need to come up with some unique sort of, like you know, heroic story sort of things. I but mean, here, it's yes, more interesting at the very least than oh, you must find the magical toothpick. Oh, I suppose so. I mean, unless you want some particularly beastly bit of food stuck in your teeth, then it would be very useful. 
Now, the sword doesn't quite do it. With dagger, you can kind of get in there, but you risk the, risk the, um, run the risk of giving yourself an emergency rook now. So, you know, it's um, not that I'm speaking from experience, of course. Grin. <laughs> um, yes, well, there is a, a rather large and important sword we need to find uh, that will... Um, help depose of Zariel which will in turn set off a sort of chain of dominoes that will allow us to get you your dial sounds reasonable so, well it is getting late so if you wanted to uh, plus I'm going to need to prepare the spell anyway so if you wanted to find the rooms that you were in last time and rest up for the night. Then morning we can go. That sounds like a fantastic plan. Yes, getting a good amount of rest. That will be good. And then sword. A plan. And I'm sure you can tell you about any other details that maybe need to be filled in as well. The, the simulacrum says, yes, I, I will fill myself in on, on the uh, events that have transpired. What a good evening, yes. Mm. <clears throat> oh! Sevia mm. gets it. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh no. Oh, behave, children. <laughs> but I don't know what you mean. You're the person that said it. It just also sort of side eyes everyone, like, mm, children, children. <laughs> She's laughing inside. <laughs> we all been here. <laughs> the simulacrum is gonna, like, like look at you, Beatrice, and say, "You are not fooling anyone." <laughs> Beatrice, I don't know. I, I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> Look at the world think it is, so that makes it normal. Good. <laughs> anyway, you're not feeling on any, anyone either, so um, enjoy, guys. <laughs> if either of you want to teach me a um, teach me that cantrip at some point too, I will be available. So um, see you later. All has balls. Stroll out. We've been new. Okay. It feels like, so, yeah, enemy sighted. Is there any <laughs> is there anything folks Mankind want to is do? Fall's greatest enemy. <laughs> is, is there anything Apart from folks Parawimble. want to do yes. with their evening? Well. <laughs> and not more than kind. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um... I want to talk to Beatrice unless anyone else wants to talk to Beatrice. 
for it. Cool. Sylvia is gonna probably have to roll an investigation check to find Beatrice. Probably. <laughs> God, this little bird. Oh, my investigation's good. That's an 18. She's in the room that Mordenkainen gave to her. Sevia's gonna, if Conrad were here, he would know exactly what's about to happen as Sevia goes up to the little door and she squares her little shoulders and she goes, Beatrice, do you have a moment to talk? Yes, enter. Oh, that was so much easier. She <laughs> goes in. And she's still like making herself very small and very like non-threatening. <laughs> What's Beatrice doing when Sebia sticks a little head in? Um Beatrice has sort of she's taken the cloak off, she's taken her leather armor off, and she's just got stuff and things. You see as you walk in, she has a book that she very quickly shuts and shoves under something else. Um, but she's just sort of, you can't, probably can't quite tell exactly what she's doing, but all of her stuff's hanging around. So getting ready for the evening? Apparently. Um, nice place. It's not mine. <sighs> See if he just exhales and like drops her head down, like chin to chest, and like lifts her head back up and squares her little shoulders again. And she goes, Well, um, I uh, I feel like there's some things you maybe should talk about or we should maybe talk about. I understand if you don't want to talk about these things with me, it's just that, um, you know, I wanted to check in on you. And if there uh, is anything you'd like to say. There's not necessarily anything I want to say, but you clearly have questions. <sighs> you know, I always thought I was going to be better at this. The whole friend thing. Like talking to people. Not very good at it, am I? You're better than some others. Small comforts. May I join you? And she gestures to like sit next to Beatrice. Beatrice isn't sitting. <laughs> oh, I thought she was. She's standing next to the bed. Okay. But May she'll I... gesture and like push stuff away, but she's going to stay standing. Okay. Sylvia like sits down. 
she goes, well, at the risk of both a very stupid and a very loaded question, how are you feeling right now? Conflicted. Oh? It's been 15 years. And the village has been here that entire time. I know there's very little chance that I may still recognize it when I am there. But part of me hopes that there may be some semblance of something left. as minimal as the possibility is. Are you... We have seen from those wonderful mechanics we met that time works differently down here. Aging does too. Are you thinking maybe you'll just see the architecture you once lived in or are you thinking you may see some people. The thought, the thought has crossed my mind that I may see those I once knew, but I do not want to give myself any hope of that happening. because that is likely to lead to heartbreak again. I know we haven't, you haven't disclosed to me fully all the things you lost when you lost your home, but Conrad and I spoke once in the Amber Temple about the potential of seeing those we love again, what that means, what it means to have the power to bring them back, alter fate, make right what once was wronged. He's a persuasive speaker. When he wants to be. And sometimes not when he wants to be. I, I mention it because I declined, clearly. I wonder, from what you have told me, Beatrice, you have only sought this this chance for revenge for 15 years. Nearly as long as fallen Conrad have been alive. True. Here is a chance maybe not to get them back, but to get something.
I, I do not wish to insult you with this question, but do you think you could do it? Even if it kills me. Do, do you have any idea of what happens after? If you live, when you live. Never really thought of the possibility. I've only ever, no. I've always known that I am likely to die in my quest for vengeance. Because I know my enemy. But in your mind, this enemy you know, were you always facing her alone? Ah. Then it is different. You will not be. I would never want anything to happen to the three of you. And we would not want anything to happen to you. I feel you would not be saying such a thing if you if you knew the things I'd done. Beatrice, with all due respect, I have seen you leap from buildings and murder vampires in one fell swoop. I have seen Conrad say we should kill a creature once it stopped being useful to us many times, not just a few hours ago. I have seen demons and dark magic take hold of all of our minds. I have seen gods use us as playthings against giant grotesque babies floating in pits of souls. I have seen you do things that the me of gods, has it only been a month and a half? A month and a half ago, I would have fainted upon the sight of half the things I have seen you do daily. I understand that there are things you have done that are terrible. I understand you've killed people for money. But that does not change 
the relationship I have with you does not change the way I know you. And I will fight for you. I will fight for your home, whatever there is left of it, so you can have it back. Beatrice doesn't say anything. She just sort of makes a, like, low clicking noise in the back of her throat and she reaches out and just puts a hand on Sevia's shoulder and just gives it a little squeeze. Sevia, like, reaches up and holds, like, Beatrice's hand on her shoulder and little talents and she's like and I'm sure in spirit if not in word the others would say the same thing all we have had since we first walked through those mists is each other when we go home we will be the only people who know what this is like from day dot till the day we go back. So we have to look out for one another. Right? Correct. Where are... Oh, I can hear, I can feel Conrad rolling over in his grave just thinking about this, but we are a sort of family, aren't we? Now? Yes. Good. I'm glad you know that. She like gives Beatrice's hand a little pat. Beatrice gives Sevia's shoulder like one more squeeze and then drops her hand to her side. Would you like to be alone now, or do you want me to just like, I can just hang out, I can just be very quiet, so you have some company if you don't want to keep talking, or I can leave. I am quite all right. You should go back to fall. Yes, no, yeah, oh, oh I did only, t I did tell him I'd only be a minute. Um, okay, uh, well, uh, thank you that, yes, um, and she like stands up and she like almost spins in a little circle and then she just looks at Beatrice, gets this awkward little hunch and just goes, I know you don't do this, but um, she like holds her little arms out for a hug. <laughs> you don't have to, I'm just, the offer is there. Beatrice sort of puts her arms out. Sylvia <laughs> has this little half a second face moment of like, yes, and then goes and like hugs Beatrice really tight. Beatrice is sort of pat Sylvia on the back. Slightly awkward <laughs> and a little stiff. Yep. 
And then Sylvia will like give Beatrice a couple pats and let go and be like, right, well, um, have a good night. We will uh, get enough sleep tomorrow. It, yes. Um, mm. Good night. Good night. And she goes back to fall. <laughs> it's just like, hello. That's yes. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> anything else folks want to do with their evenings? Particularly, kind of will have a nice luxurious bath. Um, and um he probably spends a bit of time um practicing some of his magic. He probably like resummons excellently. Um and then tries to resummon other tries to like reshape that into like other things he tries to focus, see if he can summon other things or like testing out his magic a bit for a while uh-huh. um and you know i don't know <laughs> if one kind of walks past at some point it's just like just raises an eyebrow we're <laughs> kind of like shut the fuck up i don't know <laughs> yeah just just he's annoying basically uh-huh. but spends time solitarily yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, Thor would probably just um, yeah, be hanging out with Sylvia once she returns. And I think he would also, um, yeah, he'd mention to her that, um, um, hey, I, I, uh, I hope you're doing okay after today. The, um, the river sticks obviously brought back some bad memories. Ah, yes, um, yes. Um, she kind of like deflates she speaks it's I don't know water's just so strange we haven't really come across apart from Mordenkainen's island we haven't really come across water the entire time we've been here and even then that was purely to bathe in that wasn't um I don't know. Water isn't good for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. It's it's very hard when there's the things that kind of bring back the the hard times, and they all they all rush to the fore again. It, yes. It. <sighs> You're going to tell me it's not stupid, but I always feel very. <laughs> Not productive. You can see her visibly stop herself from calling herself stupid. It feels very unproductive when water that doesn't even look like that day is elicits the same response. I used to think it was just... I used to think it was only the lake at the back of the house that upset me because that would... But then, um... When I moved, um... When I moved onto campus, um... There... Someone... Had a... House party with a pool... And... By some trick of fate, I managed up getting invited. I think it was accidental. To be honest, no one really hung out with me. 
And I don't know, that pool just... I didn't like it all that much. And then... I don't know. Bodies of water just haven't... felt great since. There's a few places around Dorham with little man-made lakes and... I just can't go to them anymore. But it is. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I um. Yes, I think for a while, even just just loud noises, a flash of light, the sound, the smell of blood, those kinds of things, in the most inno inno innocuous like situations, it would just bring everything back and. Yes, I get the uh, the unproductive thing. That's what a lot of the um, uh, some of the other monks would think. I know, probably, and would say at times that it's not something that you can help. Really, it just it it happens sometimes. Things just even the silliest things they can just bring it all back, and hmm, there's not much to be done about it, really. Although I'm. I'm glad I, I guess we can um, try to avoid any more, any more big pools of water. You'd think in hell there would be a bit <laughs> less of it. Maybe we came across like the only one. That's just our luck. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I doubt there are very many river sticks. <laughs> no. <laughs> I... And she like scooches close to the fall and like holds their hand. And is like, I do want to apologize again for when we first started all of this and I would just use fire and lightning willy-nilly. I, I know it's um a bit different now and we're all getting used to things we never thought we would have to get used to, but I still feel it has recently been brought back to my attention that I very rarely explain what I'm doing when it comes to magic, and that is not great. I need oh, to be more considerate. I suppose so. I um, I think it was a bit hard at the time, really, considering we're always in these life or death situations. <laughs> yes, that wouldn't help. But, but again, I am, I'm sorry for what was, and I'm glad we can be better now. We can <laughs> do it together, you know? Of course, we can we can look out for each other. Yes. I I very much I I like you a lot. I know you know that, but I I wanted to say it. It's so good to hear, I think um even without you telling me I uh, <laughs> I can, I can see it. I, no one else ever really cares to wonder about, to apologize for when the things they do 
upset me. I mean, I'm always so upset all the time. So what can you do really? But no, I'm, I'm so grateful to you. And, um, and of course I, I like you too. I hope you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I can, but as you say, it is good to hear. I, I look forward to when this is all over. And this does not have to be a thing that happens in the moments between life or death. It can just be. Yes. Oh, same. I would love to just be able to, I don't know if we could like go on a date together. I hardly know what you do on a date, but that would be nice. <laughs> I don't really know either. Um, bake something? Uh, go to a restaurant. Um, yes, we have to get each other flowers. Hmm. Oh, you, um, <laughs> do you want flowers? I mean, I would like flowers. I don't need flowers. Flowers. <laughs> no, too. He oh. looks shy. <laughs> Celia just looks like, yes, a note. Homework. <laughs> I'm winning. Do you like flowers? Um. Just, I'm just now imagining Celia trying to work out how to cast druid craft just to. <laughs> flowers. We're both um, going to be like on the looking out for flowers in hell. <laughs> where are the hell flowers? <laughs> um. Yeah, CV's like, I don't, um, I've never really thought about it. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I'd like flowers if they were from you. Wonderful. I'll, I'll find you the nicest flowers then. We can, we can go on a date. Hmm. I look forward to it. Speaking of which, I mean, obviously no pressure or anything, but, um, um, do you think when we get out of here, we could stay in I could stay in Dora? Um, so we could be together more instead of, uh, me being in Serata. As name? or with me I I, well, I I don't know about the living situation uh, we can live together or apart but um yes I would like to uh, still be with you she like she looks very shocked and then this smile just spreads across her face and she's like I would love nothing more than that <laughs> and to be with you always and I mean, this is maybe a bit soon considering we have not technically had a date yet, but um, it would be, you know, nice, but it would be nice to live off campus. <laughs> and maybe we could get a little place together. Yes. And grow all the flowers we want. Yes, that would be wonderful. Actually, um, 
not a real flower, but I can um I can give you this first. And um he like kind of puts his hands together and then like un unfolds them and there, uh, there's a little illusion of um a red rose <laughs> which he holds out to her <laughs> and See says, for you and for our future home cbs starts crying <laughs> Sylvia just starts crying. She's like, that's the nicest thing that anyone has ever done for me. And she takes a little illusion flower and just doesn't know what to do with it. And just like cradles it like a baby. But oh. it's a flower. She's just crying. She's like, I really, really like you. Paul is also very, very emotional. He's just like, I really, really like you too. Can I kiss you? Always. And he leans uh, down and kisses her. She kisses him. She is still crying. <laughs> and that is where we're going to leave it for this evening and for this episode. Beautiful. Ten out we, will, of ten. we will go into the morning uh, top of next week. See you next week, everyone. See, See you next, next week. week. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for giving me the inspiration, Laura. <laughs> she was like, oh, actually, hang on. That's possible. <laughs>